Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. happy monday i know i'm not happy about it being monday either but we continue on this is locked on blue jacket we're part of the locked on podcast network your team every day i am as always your host jay foster and thank you for making us your first listen of the day locked on blue jackets is a free ad available wherever you get podcasts so today we unfortunately have to talk about the weekend game against Carolina. I don't really want to do it either, but you know, there's some good things to be to be had from it. So we'll we'll break that down. We'll talk about what was good, what was bad, and uh, we'll also look ahead to tonight's game against the Dallas Stars. And we'll take a look at the last Dallas, the game the Dallas Stars played on Saturday and what I'm expecting from them. So we'll uh, we'll get right into it with the loss to Carolina. It was a 5-1 loss. I mean, there's there's not really any way around it. It wasn't like the game against Detroit uh, a couple of games ago where it was basically a 2-1 loss with two empty netters. This was just all around uh, Carolina beat us fair and square. Um, not that Detroit didn't beat us fair and square, but you know what I mean. Um, they outshot us 33-28, to uh, so... Kupzala was good. Uh, I don't think he was as good as he was against Detroit, but the rest of the team showed up, which was nice to see. I mean, for the most part, anyway. They showed up more than they did against Detroit, but not as much as they have done in other games. Um, Again, I didn't think this was terrible. I mean, the scoreline is what it is. Uh, The the Hurricanes, I believe, had three power play goals on the night, which, I mean... Yeah, they had three power play goals on the night, which is not good enough. Um, And it kind of speaks again to that flip that we've done between the power play and the penalty kill. The power play apparently is good now. The penalty kill apparently is terrible now, um, which is not not great. I would rather have them kind of both be decent than have one be really good and one be terrible. But, I mean, we don't always get what we want. Um, So if you take the power play goals out of it... Uh, it was, again, a pretty even game. Uh, however, our only goal, also on the power play, uh, I believe it was on the E5 on 3 as well. Uh, Boone Jenner scores his fourth of the season, his third power play goal of the season, I think. Uh, he apparently is just going to willpower his way to 30 goals uh, by standing directly in front of the goalie on every power play. And so far, it seems like it's working out. Um, I've really liked Jenner so far this season. You know, we've talked about that a little bit before. I think he he fits in well on that uh line a check line um and yeah for the most part pretty pretty happy with how that's going i would like to see line a score a couple more goals uh Voracek is uh doing pretty good he's got five assists on the season so far line a has four so you know it again it could be a lot worse um in terms of like offense, it's again, it's still kind of pretty, 
pretty even. Uh, we've got we've played five games so far. We've got three players that are a point per game, and then we've got three more that have four points. Uh, Boonjana has four points, all goals. Uh, Max Domi had four points in his two games before he lost to injury. Wierenski's at four. Uh, Voracek is at five. Line is at six. And Oliver Bjorkstrand is at seven. So, yeah, we're... There's no one that is, like, super dominating in the way that, like, McDavid is dominating or um, Andre Kopitar has, like, 50% of all of the points on the LA Kings, for example. Um, but it's it seems pretty well-balanced. I would like a couple more guys to get involved, maybe. Um, I'd like to see Roslovic up his uh, offense. I'd like to see Nyquist get some. Uh, Sillinger looks really good. Uh, Gavris, Vladislav Gavrikov has three points, which is pretty good, again, for an offense, uh, defensive defenseman. Um, but for the most part, it's not the offense that I have any problems with. Even uh, a game like a game like the, the Carolina game, where um, we got goalied a little bit, which is frustrating because it's Freddie Anderson, uh, and I don't think Freddie Anderson is a particularly good goalie, but it it happens. Um, I thought he had a really solid game, and we just couldn't stop them on the the power play. We just could not kill a penalty. Um, they had in total six power plays, and they scored on three of them. Like that's not. That's not good enough. Uh, our power, our penalty kill needs to be much, much better. Um, that being said, there were a couple of guys on the penalty kill that I liked, uh, and we will talk about that in a minute. But first, I've got to talk to you about Direct TV. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. I mean, no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and here's the best bit, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V dot com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. Welcome back to Locks on Blue Jackets. Uh, thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. I really appreciate it. Uh, the whole network really appreciates it. We are free and available on all podcast platforms. So, I know I talked earlier about how I, w- I would like the war offense from some guys. Um, some guys have uh, very slowly kind of become pretty responsible defensively, I think. Um, I know... Texier is someone that we're looking at to take a big step forward this season. Uh, I think we all wanted him to take a step forward last season, but it didn't happen for whatever reason. Uh, And he only has one point on the season, but he got a ton of penalty kill time. Uh, He was really noticeable on the the penalty kill in a good way. Uh, He had shorthanded chances. Uh, I believe they've mostly been pairing him with Eric Robinson, who also, uh, I think, not as strong defensively, but also is really freaking fast. So if you can kind of 
stitch that together of Texier being able to keep hold of the puck and Robinson just kind of doing his thing where he goes super fast down the wing. You know, there's there's something there. Um, I know I've talked about how I wasn't sure who was going to kill penalties this season uh, because um, all of our penalty killers left, all of them. Uh, but Boone Jenner getting some penalty kill time, uh, Cole Sillinger getting some penalty kill time, which is good. Um, it's looking pretty. Uh, Sean Corrales is getting some shorthanded time. Uh, not as much time on ice as I think maybe he would like, although he got almost 14 minutes against uh, Carolina, which is pretty good. Uh, Gregory Hoffman got a little bit of penalty kill time, but not much. Interestingly, uh, in terms of penalty kill for defensemen, obviously Wierenski is carrying a bulk of that. Uh, Jake Bean is getting some penalty kill time. Adam Boquist did not get penalty kill time, and he only got a little bit of power play time, which uh, is interesting and curious. Gavrikov obviously taking a lot of penalty kill time. But yeah, for the most part, it's really only like a handful of guys that are killing penalties i mean let's let's count them up we've only got 10 guys that are killing penalties and most of them are defensemen i think we only have uh one defenseman that doesn't kill penalties for some reason out of boquist is not killing penalties at the minute uh, all the other defensemen are so of our 10 penalty killers five of them are defensemen five forwards are the only ones getting penalty kill time which seems strange you'd like to think that there are a couple of more guys that are you know defensively responsible enough to to go out there and do that but hey i mean what do i know i just podcast um on the on the flip side for for the penalty kill the power play it continues to look strong uh that was our only goal on the power play uh which i believe Brings us to five power play goals on the season in five games, which is pretty good. Uh, it kind of goes from from strength to strength. Again, I'd like to, I'd like to get some even strength scoring in there, um, and we are getting it time and you know occasionally. But I feel like of the apart, you know, the the game against Arizona aside, we scored what two goals against Seattle, one goal against Detroit three goals against um, the Islanders and one goal against Carolina. And two of those goals were in overtime. And I think another two of them were on the power play. So that's what, four even strength goals, three even strength goals over the last four games, even strength regulation goals, I should, I should say, um, which, uh, yeah, no, is not, is not good enough. And it's not what I was expecting from this team. Uh, I was expecting us to be much weaker defensively than we were last season. Well, maybe not last season. Last season we were pretty bad defensively. I thought that we would be much weaker defensively than we kind of have been trending um, for the past two seasons and much stronger offensively. We picked up some goal scorers. We lost a lot of solid uh, defense, but it seems like we still just can't really score goals. Um, you know, it, it is still early in the season, I know, uh, and we've played a couple of teams that are, you know, again, known for being defensive. You know, New York does not allow a lot of goals. The Islanders, uh, 
Carolina is looking like a pretty good team this early in the season, so it'll be interesting tonight uh, as we take on the Dallas Stars, who are also not really known for their offense, uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, first of all, I have to tell you about a built bar. You know by now, I know by now, Built Bar is incredible. They are the best tasting protein bar on the market. If you, like me, are trying to eat a little bit healthier to try and shift some of that lockdown weight, but also you love delicious candy bars, Built Bar is for you because it is a protein bar. It's high in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs, low in calories, uh, high in everything good, low in everything bad, but it tastes exactly like a candy bar. And that's, honestly, the best of both worlds, if you ask me. They've got a ton of delicious flavours, from cherry barcia to mint brownie, to cookies and cream, to salted caramel. There's something for everyone at Built Bar. And here's the best bit. If you go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at Built.com. Um, so Dallas Stars are rolling into town uh, because apparently the fact that we played them a million times last season doesn't mean that we don't have to play them this season, which is disappointing to me personally. Uh, you know, if you're a, a, a say, quote-unquote long-time listener, you will know about my uh, unjustified and ridiculous grudge against the Dallas Stars. I can't help it. They're my enemy, and I'm not looking forward to tonight's game, but... It should be a very interesting matchup. Uh, they just came from facing the LA Kings, where they won three to two in overtime, and the Stars are kind of in the same boat as we are, offensively speaking, uh, where they have really been struggling to score. Um, there was during the Kings game they talked about how the trio of Ben Sagan and um, and Alexander Radulov only had one point between them now. Sagan got at least one power play goal during that game. Uh, I don't remember if any of them added any more points after that. But uh, kind of offensively, offensively starved, which is not something that I normally think of when I think of Dallas. I always usually think of them as this high-scoring team that struggles defensively but has pretty decent goaltending. Uh, so kind of how we I was projecting us to be this season but it, it, it was not to be for us and apparently it's not to be for the Dallas Stars uh, the, oh, the only uh, difference I think is that they have not been scoring on the power play as much um, although I believe they both of their regulation goals against um, both of their regulation goals against uh, Los Angeles were power play goals, so maybe they figured it out. Maybe we're going to get victimized again if our penalty kill doesn't figure itself out. Um, but for the most part, it seems like they're a pretty stacked team defensively. Uh, obviously, they're missing uh, John Klingberg to injury. Um, I'm missing a couple of other key forwards. Uh, they've brought in Braden Holtby, which implies that maybe Ben Bishop is just dead now um i don't know who will who will see in the 
in the nest. No one has made any announcements yet. I suspect Holby he seems like he's taking the starter's role, which I feel like is a little unfair to Khadobin, who had a pretty good season last season, uh, considering everyone was broken. Um, and then, you know, you've got Jake Ottinger as well waiting in the wings, so I don't know what, quite what's going to happen with the goaltending in uh, Dallas this season, but I suspect we'll probably see Holby um, tonight. I also expect that we'll see Muslikins tonight, um, which is good or bad, depending on, you know, how you see it. Uh, Muslikins has uh, had a lot better results than Corpusano this season, but not necessarily uh, played better, I don't think. Corpusano was fantastic against Detroit, as I said at the start. You know, he, what, two goals on 41 shots or something crazy like that. Uh, he was a little bit more human against Carolina. Uh, five goals on 33 shots. So, uh, you know, that's not what you want. Uh, I expect him to bounce back, but again, it's... The team showed up a little bit more than they did against Detroit, but not by much. Um, I think I tweeted about it after the game where I was like, you know, Corpusalo was good, Texier was good, Jenna was good, everybody else is on my list. And if you're on my list, that's not really a great place to be. So hopefully they will show up against Dallas um, and they can keep Elvis's stats looking shiny and good. Uh, I uh, need to do a prediction for this game. Uh, I am 0-5 on the season now, which is fine. Um, well, no, technically I'm 2-3. Uh, so we'll... Hmm, let's think. I think it's going to be 2-1 Columbus, because I'm going to go back to rooting for my boys after predicting that they would lose to the Islanders and then they won. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1, to one, and I'm going to say Line A gets the game-winning goal. That is that is my quote-unquote official prediction, TM. And uh, that's all we've got time for today. It should be, like I said, it should be a, an interesting game. Uh, I don't know that it'll be fun, but it should be interesting, and it should be, uh, it should give us a different type of opponent if that makes sense. I feel like the Dallas Stars aren't really like any of the teams we faced so far. So we'll see how we play against a team that also doesn't score very much. <laughs> so that should be that should be interesting. That's why I'm predicting a low-scoring affair. Or maybe I'll be totally wrong and we'll get the like 6-5 barn burner that I think people have been suspecting is going to be a Columbus game for a while now. Uh, but yeah, that's all. I've got four today. Tomorrow we'll look at the Stars game tonight. We'll break down what was good, what was bad, you know, things like that. Um, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets on Twitter. Uh, if you want to email us, if you've got comments, questions, criticisms, you can send those to LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. We are, once again, uh, free and available on all podcast platforms. If you have a podcast app of choice, you can find Locked on Blue Jackets there. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay Locked on.